0: I'm gonna share with you kind of what I did in order to transition uh, from shooting more like perfect posed photos to documentary style photos. So there are actually three steps to this. The way I learn, I like breaking things down into steps. So I kind of like broke it down to steps, but it is a long game. It isn't like a short, okay do these three three steps and then out of nowhere like you'll be booking all these clients like next month with your new shooting style and all that it is the long game of just keeping consistent with these steps that i teach you and then over time maybe in about a year year and a half two years you'll start noticing that most of your clients are booking you for exactly the shooting style that you want to be shooting moving forward When I first started my wedding photography business back in 2011, I made just $5,000 in my business. Now I bring in multiple six figures per year while working only 30 hour weeks serving my dream couples. I'm here to help you discover that it's so possible to have what you want, when you want in your business so that you can create the life you've always dreamed of and deserve. So welcome to today's episode all about how to transition from one shooting style to another. I'm really excited to dive into this topic because I know it's something that I've struggled with before. And I mean, if I've struggled with it on my in my photography journey, then I know a lot of you guys are probably struggling with it. And so when I say transitioning from one shooting style to another, what I mean is basically if you're noticing that maybe you were shooting more posed or maybe... Uh, You were focusing on one set of emotions, but instead you want to focus on another set of emotions, or maybe you want to start shooting more posed instead of lifestyle. Um, I know a lot of photographers um, that I talk to specifically want to learn how to shoot more documentary style and they don't know how to transition from having a portfolio where it's pretty much kind of like maybe during the getting ready process, it's a lot of like maybe posed, putting on the bow tie kind of stuff, putting on the dress, telling the bride where to stand Um, instead of it just kind of being free flowing. They're like, if I have this portfolio and that's all I have on my website and then also if that's all I'm able to show Uh, potential inquiries coming in how am I supposed to attract you know being able to shoot documentary weddings if you know my portfolio doesn't match how I want to shoot so I totally get the predicament Um, I'm here to help and I think to start off I'm gonna just bash the microphone I think to start off I'm gonna just explain my story of where and how I was in this predicament so I'm trying to think how long ago this was. It was probably about six years ago now where I was mainly focused on shooting for blogs, like being featured on blogs. I don't know if you guys remember that whole time (laughs) in photography when a lot of photographers wanted to be featured in, like, Style Me Pretty and a lot of, like, photography blogs. So before, like six years ago, I feel like I wasn't really part of like an online community too much. I didn't know that there were all these like Facebook groups where, you know, photographers helped one another with advice and stuff like that. And I thought the only way to get more business was to be featured on these blogs so that you can start building your name and couples can trust you. So I thought that I would have to have those featured badges on my website in order to gain success and all of that. And it is a strategy and it does work, but there's so many different marketing strategies. And I thought that was the only one. But then when I realized that I could do things differently, I realized that I was shooting mainly to be featured on blogs, which is, you know... A lot of detail shots, like detail-oriented stuff, um, making sure the backgrounds were perfect, like no distracting elements, no mess, nothing like that. I realized I was shooting more for blogs rather than my couples, and of course, I was still shooting for my couples. I was a hundred percent, very focused on making sure my couples were happy, uh, getting all the photos they wanted. But I thought, so I thought that they wanted all those detail shots and that they wanted the perfect background and all of that, um, and I think the couples that did hire me at that point, is that is what they wanted because that's what I had in my portfolio. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's different styles of photography, right? So even if you're listening to this episode and maybe you're shooting documentary style, but you want to be, maybe become more fine art and have that more like perfect look to your photos with no distracting elements, more fine art artistic, like that's fine too. This is an episode basically to help you figure out the style you want to go for and how to transition into that. So I decided, I realized that I really wanted to just story tell. I wanted to show the imperfect of the parts of the day, like the messy room and um, just people being free, running around, doing whatever they wanted during the getting ready process. I didn't want to tell the guys to dress, get dressed early and purposely have to sit around in their suits. I wanted them to feel free to play games if they wanted and drink beer and not have to focus on me or not have to pretend to look out a window and putting on their bow tie and all that stuff. So that's what I wanted. And what I basically realized that I had to do was that I just had to commit that I, in order for me to be happy and fulfilled as a photographer, and for me to feel like I'm offering the best work possible, which I know from my heart, I was dying to photograph more documentary moments. So in order for me to do that, I had to figure out a way to make it happen because I, I was no longer feeling satisfied just going into wedding days and feeling stressed and feeling like I had to shoot for blogs. Like that didn't fulfill me, and I hit that point and I realized that. And then I I committed. So I'm going to share with you kind of what I did in order to transition uh, from shooting more like perfect. Like posed photos to documentary style photos, so there are actually three steps to this. And I like the way I learn; I like breaking things down into steps. And so I kind of like broke it down to steps. But it is a long game. It isn't like a short. Okay, do these three three steps, and then out of nowhere, like you'll be you'll be booking all these clients like next month of with your new shooting style and all that. It is the long game of just keeping consistent with these steps that I teach you. And then over time, maybe in about a year, year and a half, two years, you'll start noticing that most of your clients are booking you for exactly the shooting style that you want to be shooting moving forward. And again, whether that's maybe more moody photos compared to maybe right now, yours are light and airy. Maybe you want to take, you know, photograph people with more in-depth Intimate emotion rather than maybe just happy go lucky. So there's a whole range of like different ways you can um, change your shooting style, right? Okay, so number one, you have to decide what it is that you want and make sure you're doing it in a way that it isn't what you think you should be doing because the industry is doing it. You decide what you want. So really pay attention to when you're shooting. Um, how like what sparks joy in you Marie Kondo (laughs) Uh, reference but that's always what comes to mind so like when you're shooting pay attention do you get excited do you feel fulfilled when you get images of people like running around being happy feeling free to be themselves do you get uh, energized and inspired and feeling like you're living in your purpose when you get really deep intimate moments of couples just being held in each other's arms and just, like, having that, like, present moment with each other? Or is it when you create beautiful fine art portraits of brides on wedding days um, that could just be, like, magazine worthy? Or is it when you get all those in-between messy moments on wedding days with a documentary style? Just really pay attention to what makes you happy. And then when you follow that, not only will, uh, like, the right people find you, but you will also feel... There'll be alignment between you as an artist and also what you're meant to do on this earth. And then there'll also be alignment with how happy your couples are with the photos that they get from you. So make sure like the intent behind the decision here needs to be what you want. And so figure out what you want, why you want it and forget about the how. So don't be like, oh, but like how can couples even trust me to just document their day and not tell them what to do most of the day and all of that. Like, don't, don't think about that right now. Just decide what you want first and then the rest will kind of fall into place. So remember, do what you want, not because everyone else is doing it. And the transition is going to take time. Attention, fellow wedding photographers and fellow wannabe wedding photographers. Tell me if this sounds like you. You're scared of missing key moments on wedding days. You feel pressured to create photos that are quote unquote Pinterest perfect and Instagram worthy. You're nervous about all the different lighting scenarios that are out of your control and you're not sure how to handle them. You're confused on how to balance creating beautiful imagery while also capturing authentic moments and emotion. And you're worried about being in people's way way too often. If you're like, hells yeah, Sarah, you read my mind, then I'm here all excited and bushy tailed. Yes, I had to throw in the squirrel reference to let you know that I've created something for you that will help you become a confident wedding day storyteller in just two weeks. It's an online program that I created just for you called intuitive storytelling, and it's officially out and ready for enrollment. I want you to take a moment and imagine for a second what life would be like if you knew how to be at the right place at the right time on wedding days, so you can catch those key and in-between moments. You got emails back from your clients saying, you were the best freaking decision we made for our wedding. You also knew how to confidently create strong storytelling photos that people felt emotionally connected to. And you finally felt like an actual fly on the wall, aka people don't stare into your camera all day anymore. Well, it's all possible because I consistently experience these things myself. And now I want to help you make these possibilities become your reality. Are you all bright eyed and bushy tailed right now too? Again, had to throw in the scroll reference. You know me. So listen up. You can get started on learning all my tips and tricks of how I document wedding days as soon as today. You can go to sarahmonica.com forward slash storytelling for all the deets and instructions on how to grab your copy of the course. You'll have lifetime access and you can go at it at your own pace along with a private community of other like-minded photographers that are on the same journey as you are. With intuitive storytelling, you'll be able to learn how to confidently storytell like a pro on wedding days in just two weeks. So, what are you waiting for? Uplevel your storytelling game this wedding season so that next year, you'll be watching your inbox filling up with even more inquiries. Hello, referrals from this year's clients. So again, head over to saramonica.com forward slash storytelling and sign up now. I cannot wait to see you in there. So number two, this is where you put in a little bit more work now. So once you've decided what you want to do, it's time to communicate that with your current clients and also your audience that you have. So it's so important that as you move through this transition period, that you balance the needs of your current clients that booked you with that specific style that they booked you with already, and also the needs of you as an artist moving forward and growing from that. So one thing that I actually did is when I decided to shoot more documentary style, I actually emailed every single one of my um, client, wedding clients that year. And this I think I emailed them in the spring because I decided this over the winter break. Um, I emailed them letting them know I just got so inspired by telling stories more authentically and I basically wrote an email explaining to them that um, I will still get all the photos that you saw in my portfolio initially like I'll make sure to get the shoe shots and um, you know like the getting ready photos of you with like a nice clean background but I do also want to let you know that I'll probably arrive half an hour early. So it was my choice to just suck it up, arrive half an hour early. I will get all those shots. But then after that, I'm just going to let you guys kind of just be. I won't give any direction like during the getting ready photos, for example. And I want to just document those real emotions between you guys that are unfolding. And so when I was able to communicate this, I did it in a way where I I showed them, hey, you hired me for this. I see that. I respect it. I want to honor it. And I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to take up your time that you booked me for, if that makes sense. So I'm going to arrive half an hour earlier. But then on top of that, you're going to get extra like me experimenting as an artist and me looking for those emotions throughout the day. I mean, who can say no to that? Right. So if you kind of communicate it with them in an email, showing them that it's a win win situation, like they're going to get a benefit out of you kind of shifting things a little bit. Um and also obviously you're going to benefit as you as you grow and you're able to create even better work in a sense for them cuz it's coming directly from your soul then and i had such a positive response like so many people were like oh i love that i love that so much of course i want you to get even more photos that are emotional between me and my family and my friends so just communicate that and and don't be nervous about that and make sure to ask questions be like even there are even a couple couples that said honestly, Sarah, like we saw those shoes thing, the those shoes in your portfolio, and like the detail shots, and like the perfect getting ready shots, and like. We, we just thought that's what we had to do for our wedding day. We didn't know that it was an option for us to just like be free. And you're you're the photographer. So we saw, saw that in the portfolio. So we're like, okay, like, yeah, we, we we're going to look amazing on our wedding day. Maybe we should take the time to take those portraits. But they actually said, if you just want to like show up and just shoot freely and not tell us what to do, we're open to that. So I actually had a handful of couples that let me do that. And that was a huge pivotal moment because, guess what? If I arrive at a wedding day and I get to shoot it 100%, them trusting me even with my new vision, um, I get to create a portfolio piece of a whole wedding, oh, I bought my microphone again, (laughs) of a whole wedding uh, gallery in the style that I want, which I will talk about that um, moving forward, which is step number three. It's to share your new style of work, right? So, Although a handful of clients that I was able to just shoot freely because they trusted me and they actually preferred my new like kind of way of working in a way Um, because of them and thanks to them, I had full galleries now to share with new couples inquiring. So as soon as you get the ball rolling on having full galleries of exactly like for me, I'm going to just speak from experience, like for me, it was having a full wedding, more documentary style rather than in the morning having the perfect like pose, getting ready shots. I was able to show and say this is now this is how I shoot and then people were hiring me based off of that style and that's where you get the ball rolling. So as soon as you just start even even if like let's say no weddings, say yeah like go nuts like just do whatever you want the whole wedding day even if they say yeah we did hire you for those specific shots that we saw in your portfolio. um, Do that right but then on top of that experiment throughout the day Um, maybe during their portrait time, if you do want to transition from like just the happy go lucky, um, laughing photos with couples during portrait time, maybe you do want more intimate, um, photos of them just holding each other and feeling very connected. Take five minutes out of the whole day to get them, pull them aside and just do that for a second. Maybe do like an exercise where you're just like, okay guys, this is your moment to just like be present with one another. Use your five senses. Like, what's one thing you can hear together right now? What's one thing you smell? Do you smell each other's perfume? And just touch, touch each other's hands. Be really present with your sense of touch, and let them know that this is maybe the one time uh, in for the rest of the day that they'll have to just quiet down and just be with each other, because the rest of the day is going to go by so fast with all their family and friends. So you can make that happen. You can start building that portfolio, and just be patient with it. Be consistent and patient and you'll make it happen because then on your social media, on your website, on your pricing PDF, you can slowly start updating your portfolio with those images that you get from the weddings that have booked you before with your previous style. So see how I'm talking about this is a long game, not short-term gain? Um, but yeah, as soon as you gain those like full portfolios of wedding days or full sessions or whatever whatever you photograph. Um especially when people inquire for your services and you get to show those full galleries, that is exactly when your the ball will start rolling super super quickly. So the goal is to get full galleries of your shooting style that you want to have moving forward as quick as possible, but be patient with the process and respect what, what your couples hired you for. Respect that. Don't just be like, oh, I'm still over shooting how I used to shoot. And I can't believe like, because I've seen it in the industry. It's so easy to just start getting bitter and complain and all of that. Like, don't get into that attitude. Stay grateful for having those clients. Stay grateful that they hired you in the first place. Serve them. Be there for them 100%. And then do a little extra and do that little extra to experiment for yourself and actually and give them some more variety, right? So, Those are the three steps, how you can transition from one shooting style to another. And basically, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then moving forward, you get to just keep showing up authentically as yourself, keep showing what you want to shoot, and you will become known for that specifically. And it took me probably about one to two years to transition. But then once I did transition and I was able to go into every single wedding, shooting the day exactly how I wanted to, how I believed that it should have been documented. No longer did I have those feelings of like, I don't know if you guys feel it, but I used to be so nervous going into a wedding day because I I felt like I had this huge shot list of like I have to get the shoes and the dress. And what if what if when they're getting ready, the room is messy and I feel like it needs to be perfect and I used to be so stressed about all those things. But now that I'm, I've moved into a place where I feel like I'm working from my soul and from what I really believe, how I believe wedding days should be documented, then I'm just feeling like I'm just floating on a cloud going into a wedding day and meeting a bunch of people and spending time with them and just going with the flow. And I feel amazing. So I want the same feeling for you. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for tuning in here. I would love, love, love it. If you got value out of this episode, please take a screenshot of it right now and then tag it in your story or post it to your story on Instagram, tag me on there. And cause I would love to see w- who tuned in, who really got value out of this episode. I would love more photographers to find this episode so they can find, you know, their voice and find their true purpose and for them to know that it's possible to shoot how they want to shoot they don't have to feel stuck like you don't have to feel stuck where you are and while you already have this screenshot on your phone I would love it if you could message one of your photographer friends that you know are probably struggling with this transition right now maybe they've been talking about it not sure how to make it happen or if it's even possible please send it to them so they can also get inspired and get unstuck. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in and I can't wait to hang out with you in the next one. Yay! Thank you so much for hanging out with me and tuning into this episode. If you got value out of it, please feel free to message me on Instagram at sarahmonicaphoto, that's sarah no h monica with a k photo, to let me know. I get so freaking energized hearing from others that what I've said has had a positive impact on their lives. Also, make sure to hit subscribe to the Shine and Thrive podcast to never miss an episode. I'm so grateful for you, and I'm sending you all the productive vibes your way so you have the best week ever. Do you love shooting but hate the endless admin, culling, and editing that follows your wedding and portrait bookings? Yep, me too. In fact, if you're anything like me, you got into photography to get out from behind a desk. And yet, the irony is the more you shoot, the more there is to do on the back end, which translates to more time spent behind your computer screen and less time doing what you love most, which is shooting. But the good news is I have a game changing free resource that can help you break free of the cycle and cut down these precious hours by guess how much? Up to 70% of the hours that you usually work. It's called my three-hour post-wedding smart workflow checklist, which as the name suggests, shows you my exact step-by-step workflow for getting all of these tasks completed in just three hours. Yep, that's right. Literally from backing up the photos on a wedding night through to delivering the online gallery to my clients in just three hours. Inside the guide, you'll find a detailed breakdown of exactly what I do and don't do in my workflow, how long everything takes me, what I outsource, when, and to who. This includes the editing service and gallery providers I use. Plus, tips throughout for streamlining the process even further that have been honed in over my 11 years experience in business. And P.S., the same process I outline in this guide is transferable for both brand and portrait photographers too. So I got you too. Do you need to see it to believe it? I don't blame you. Head to sarahmonica.com forward slash workflow to download a free copy straight to your inbox and join a crew of photographers working smarter instead of harder in their photography businesses. Sarah is spelt without an H and Monica is spelt with a K. So that's sarahmonica.com forward slash workflow and make sure to download this powerful free resource now.